In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance, and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time on Roll Warriors. Having recovered from the wounds inflicted upon them by Ripper Flintlock, the associates head to a certain former police precinct to propose an alliance with the notorious crime family, the Donatis. Popper seems amenable after a private conversation with Dr. White, and the team agree to pilfer weapons from a PCP depot for their new friends. Finally, Candor encourages Soifangji to get back on the hunt for the Hellfire deck following the only lead they have at the moment, the House of Blue Lotus Petals. So Sarifonji went to go get Candor. We're back, and we are going to the House of Blue Lotus Petals to settle the score with my sister. And and Candor is not killing Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> it's allegedly not killing anyone. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. So... Girl, you gotta get over your PTSD like yesterday. Come on. We got we got people we gotta shoot. It's really inconvenient for all of us. Listen, yeah. we have to do our best to keep candor pure. <laughs> so Nah. Nah. I mean she's been hanging out with us for long enough. She's not like an embroiled criminal and also just like slightly right. off and her she rocker. Had a, she's and not she had a boiling Abel's couch, so and there's no going back for her. <laughs> there is no justice from the boy on Abel's couch. Fucking teenager. You fooled. Yeah, we also kind of ended up with our old friends, the Donatis. And the poppers like, hey, yo, guys, you want some guns? Go ahead, take your guns. And so we were like, okay, cool. And everybody was friendly. Which is kind of a weird thing to say to your gun supplier. Yeah, but, you know, live and let learn. That's That's what they say. Yes, there is of course a a asterisk next to get your guns, um, which is a in order to get the guns that you want or the heavy machine, heavy weaponry and machinery that you want. Um, Saul must help Donatis get into a uh, PCP weapons depot using his his credentials. Yeah, that's not a big deal. His Militechy credentials, so. There's, there's that. Yeah, we'll, re- we'll but... review that after we go to the Blue Waffle Palace. Ooh. Oh, God. You guys are the ones who named it the fucking House, house of the Blue of Petals. House of Blue Lotus Petals. Blue Lotus Not Petals. House of Blue Waffles. Uh, okay. House... <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know that every time you've said it, I've just, in my brain, was like, House of Blue Waffles. It's the worst <laughs> IHOP ever. See, Demi, this is what it, this is what it feels like when you've, like, 
created something and then you bring it to your to your players and they're like i'm gonna make jokes about it and fart on it and you're like and then you take it crumpled up in your hands and but just it's, it's, sob it's just not yeah, fair but- because like flowers are a euphemism <laughs> for vag so it works so i'm bad <laughs> i mean Hey, you've been on the internet for long enough. You know what that blue waffle is, though. That reminds me. No. I was scarred. No. I was scarred. Okay, I know. I was trying not to think about it. <laughs> so. Anyway, kids, do not look up blue waffles if you enjoy your eyesight. <laughs> I hope there's no kids watching or listening to this. I really do. Don't you worry. Everything here at, uh, you know... Us Roll Warriors, we talk about nothing but very interesting socioeconomic problems and uh, how we can do be better people to help right. solve them. <laughs> that's that's all we do at recap time. So the the actual blue house is uh, at the moment it's still like a brothel. It is not a brothel. I would let I would actually let uh, Demi describe. Okay, it. so House of Blue Lotus Petals is ju- it's I mean it's basically like a bar for criminals um but it's very classy so it's kind of shaped it's kind of described as like a traditional looking japanese establishment there's like the paper walls and the sliding doors and the segmented rooms for personal parties but also in the middle there's a dance floor you know where if you want to jig um you know it's still like very futuristic you know it has its futuristic qualities as well uh just think of it as between like like high future mashed in with ancient japanese tea house and that is house of blue lotus petals yeah uh, and it is in um it is like most like upper class clubs it is going to be in um scott's roost is everyone accompanying uh, Soifungji and Kander to this establishment? Yeah, I know yeah, but were we were we getting um, things to better equip ourselves before we did that? Oh, I thought we were just going in, and then we were going to come back and do the the gun running thing. Okay, because I have a feeling that the gun running thing probably is just the same level of danger, but could get somebody killed maybe easier well, i'm not necessarily i'm, I'm sure. gonna make sure i collect my handgun on the way yes everyone definitely make- okay so that i still have my sawed off shotgun and my handgun with me yes all weapons all weapons should be carried definitely have some blades um for close quarter combat if needed because you never know like if the person next to you might try to kill you and you definitely want to be able to have like a quick swing um so like everyone's aware of like why we're going to house of blue lotus petals too as well we're getting that thing that you like you when you you need uh what's it called of uh, this uh fanfire deck yeah the information stolen by my sweet sweet sister my cause um pertaining information to dark matter um who knows the location of the Hellfire deck, the ultimate net running deck. And if I have to wipe this bitch out to get it, then I'm prepared to do it. Oh, man. Sounds pretty fucking brutal. Let's do it, I guess. Yeah, and me and her have unfinished business, so... Oh, shit, are you guys gonna, like, have a showdown at, like, high noon? Is this gonna Uh, be, like, one of those Western movies? I mean, it doesn't have to be that way, but... Uh, as long as, like, sis don't pop off, <laughs> then hopefully we can, we can settle this. But if not, you know, whatever happens, happens. So, uh, as far as transportation goes, are you guys taking the, um, the, the family wagon? Yeah, why not? I think it'll be fun. Roll up to a club in a family wagon and just fucking lay everybody out. Is there a better option? Um, I, I mean, that, that there's... Probably several taxi services in the city. You could always you could always ask uh what's his face? Um would be Mr. Fidel. Uh, uh Fidel's probably got a ride. Uh he's probably got a whip that he's willing to loan out. 
Um, I was thinking specifically more of the limo that uh, Emir um, has has loaned Soifang Ji on a couple of occasions. Right. Ooh, Emir should come too. So Soifang Ji should invite Emir. I'm sure Emir would like an Audi. We haven't spent time together in a while, and he probably thinks I don't love him anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Gotta fucking keep those uh, relationships like a, what is it, Tamagotchi? One of those old video games? Sorry, my little Tamagotchi pet. Hi, you don't, <laughs> I know it's short notice, but you do you want to come to a club to help kill my sister? I mean, what what speaks true love better than to be like last minute invited to an assassination mission at a nice club? Amir will actually tell you he's happy to drive you there, um, but he's not allowed inside. Oh, oh. What happened there? Yeah, okay. Wait, are we in character yet, or are we still preparing? Um, you're- I think you could be texting him. Okay, cool. Sarfungi, text Amir, uh, what- why aren't you allowed? What did you do? Question mark. Um, he just- he types back, uh, reasons in quotation marks. Sarfungi responds, hear you loud and clear. We will be discussing this at a later date. Thanks for the ride, though. Kissy face emoji. The driver, uh, whose name I've completely fucking forgotten, but that's fine. Um, Oh, wait, wasn't it Bones? Nope. That's that's not... I do not know that name. It was a normal name, like like Duncan or something like that. But anyway, he shows up, he shows up, and he's just like, Hope in, everybody! Oh, I got a big crowd with us tonight! Yeah, we're rolling deep. Mr. Mr. Uh, Tagawa said you guys are going clubbing. That sounds like fun. Yeah, should be a real killer of a time. What am I wearing? What are you wearing? I'm going to assume that uh, I would have just told Sufanji to dress me for this occasion. Yeah, you were kind of limited for choice, um, given that you had, like, mostly um, whatever PCP officers left behind when they were forcibly removed from the building uh in their lockers so do with that what you will <laughs> what are, what do cop street clothes look like I mean, you may have been able to find like a dress or something as like in the uh undercover mm-hmm. section Sufanji, i don't well what am i supposed to be wearing to this thing like I I mean the, I have this the dress can... like bulletproof thing but like if I mean, am i supposed to be wearing something bulletproof like I feel like I should um, be, but will somebody else think I should not be? Like, what's the what's the dress code? Uh, okay, so typical dress code is usually think think like Star Trek villain chic, um, but you can really it's a lot of clinging material. Uh, yeah, you know, loose, flowy, like looks like you're up to no good, but still respectable. Okay, um, I can do loose. I can do flowy. Like pretty much, pretty much whatever you want. Just something to like to subtly flaunt your status, but also be prepared to move if you need to in case something goes down. Abel is going to take all of that into consideration and default as dressing like she is a waiter. That works too. You can like. You can like throw on a leather jacket. I feel jacket. like there was, there was definitely somebody that was like at the PCP that was like undercover, um, at some sort of you know casino because this is the South Wharf, um, so, you know, casinos are a regular thing down here. Yeah, it's probably it's probably quite likely that you found like some, probably not like a waitress, but like um. Like someone who worked like the roulette tables would wear. Okay, yeah, that I, yeah that works. That would be good. Okay, ooh. Can and so- if you want to make an attractiveness roll to uh, see how well that that's gonna work, uh, go for it. Uh, it's gonna be a thirteen. Okay. Yeah, I mean that. I feel like um, you definitely you definitely look like you you belong in the entourage, uh, but you're not like the key player. That's what I'm going for. You'd be like th- you'd be like one of the hype men, just like yeah, what she said. <laughs> yeah, totally. Next, who's next? Okay, so I'm doing as doing my role. Um, I rolled an 
21. Okay. I didn't think anyone was would doubt that. Uh, yeah, you're, you're definitely... I mean, you can describe your outfit, but you, you, you're definitely going to be, like, turning heads when you get in there. Cool. Okay, so... <clears throat> so Fungi is wearing a skin-tight um, murder, motorcycle suit. So it is... Uh, it stands out. It is an elegant white and gray. Um, so it's basically white. And then it has black and gray stripes on the side. Um, the white material kind of looks like a plexi latex um, that has like an iridescent shine to it. And she comes accompanied with like a matching um, net riser or excuse me, Netrunner Visitor, and she has her hair done up in, like, sort of like a half bun on the top um, with just, like, the rest of her bob hanging down. And, yeah, she's ready to go. All right. And Saul. So, boo-boo-boo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's an eight all day. So Saul was rummaging around in whatever PCP had left behind, and he thought he found, like, a James Bond-esque tuxedo suit. But as he was putting it on, he realized that it was more for... uh, It wasn't a suit at all. It was a setup for, like, QCQ armor. So it looks really bulky and dumb. And he's too stubborn to take it off, so he just threw, like, a jacket and some uh, uh, PCP. It's like a running attire or, like, I guess their workout, like, outfit over it. And he's trying to pull off that, like, um, early 2000s, like, Middle East, uh, not Middle Eastern, but, like, um, Yugoslavian slash, like, um, Eastern Europe, like, I come from money look. With like the Reeboks and the Nikes and whatever that Adidas type stuff, it doesn't look like that at all. It looks really bad. It looks like he's somewhat of an undercover cop, but people probably yeah. don't think. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I was about to say it, you. You look like you are a cop who's about you know, and you're about to roll up into like a den of upper echelon criminals. So that's good. Um, uh, Candor has um, uh, taken like a, a some clothing out of uh, her backpack, and she is now wearing a um, kind of like a crimson red suit that matches her hair, uh, which is like up in pigtails, and um, she's got like a matching uh, red like pencil tie. Nice, nice. Ooh, can Sorfungi? I like. Like, add something to her outfit? Um, she's like, well, I'm not really taking suggestions, but I guess if th- this is your thing, whatever. Okay, okay so, uh, I think since you are going with the cute look and you pull it off very well, I think if you really want to have a great time and also serve as a wonderful distraction, you should put on, you know, like... Maybe like a relatively short schoolgirl shirt, <laughs> schoolgirl skirt, and some thigh high socks, and I think you'll be ready to rock. She says, "How about I just roll up the sleeves of my suit jacket?" I think I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Th- that works too. <laughs> that works too, Candor. Cause I mean, that's that's fine if we were going to a place with people my age. But I'm not jailbait. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm sorry for the suggestion. You look great, Candor. Thanks. Um, so yeah, y'all pile in and I mean, not only do you do look the way you've described, but you're also all absolutely like tip to stern, completely armed. 
so much so that it's it's kind of like it's it's going to be questionable whether or not they let you in. <laughs> but yeah, you'll see when you get there. And so it's uh about an hour's drive because the driver, he goes fast and he knows the city pretty well. Um so he's like taking uh multiple like paid free or paid uh tollways that go well above the city and um Yep, you you guys are in there are there in record time, um, and you pull up to the outside of the club, which is kind of it's unassuming on the outside. Uh, what it is, there's just like a a smallish neon sign towards the door that just has a a Chinese dragon kind of wrapped around uh, flower petals, uh, and this the whole sign is like neon blue, and there's like one uh, pretty pretty big guy in like a too tight for his body uh, suit and uh, kind of like a, a samurai mask uh, with a top knot. Um, and he's standing with his arms crossed at the door. <clears throat> All right, so from G approaches and um, she says, all right, we're here for a private lounge. Thank you. While staring him in the eye. You are the list. Nope. But we're here and we want one. Uh, you can give me like a persuasion check or, or roll or something. Cool. Alright. Uh, my persuasion is 8, 7 plus 8, 15. Uh, he looks you up and down uh, and then he looks to your fellow associates. Uh, stops on Saul for a second. Kind of like uh, or gives a raised eyebrow, and he's just like, "Okay, but if cop over here causes trouble, you're leaving." Um, I no worries. I'm homeless. He's, I just stole this shit from the the police department. Yeah, he's just joined our association, and we're here to show him a good time. I I run. Uh-huh. I, I run. You know, errands for my liege and. So I'll kind of like bows to Soifunji. Soifunji looks back and says, do not speak unless spoken to you. And then turns back. And, uh, <laughs> and what, and what, uh, fine group are, is it that you work for? Um, I'm sorry, but that, those are details that you are not privy to at the moment, but who knows, you know, if we enjoy this place, um, I'm sure we'll let you in on what we're planning. Well, see, the problem is this is a private establishment, and uh, the mistress who owns it definitely prefers to know at least a little bit about the clientele. So, okay. Well, I'm going to need to you... pony up a little bit of information. Okay. Well, if you must know, we're actually here um, to settle a deal with a fellow investor you could say that we're working with um she goes by the name Mikaze. i'm sure you know of her he kind of doesn't like he doesn't give you any any indication that he's understood what you said okay we're here for a business deal with Mikaze. she frequents here um we're meeting her here for talks um if you must know we are actually coming up with a experimental net running deck that we're developing together and um candor's like jesus christ we're with the donatis and he goes oh why didn't you just say so go on in thank you and then yeah i should have just <laughs> should have just said the donatis i was trying to keep them like under uh, i don't know okay cool yo candor's like i didn't want to steal your spotlight but I didn't know where you were going with yeah, that. Yeah, where'd you, where'd you learn that from, Candor? Shit, that was like some. That was some. Oh, I've been saying that around town all since. Uh, like, wait, you just been telling people you work for the Donatis for like a while now? Yeah. Oh, probably about a month. Actually, before I I met you guys, even. Oh, okay. It usually works. Nobody questions right. it. 
hey, if it works, it works. Okay. I guess it's more true now than it ever has been, which is kind of funny. Yeah, that was a great save. Thank you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's go in. I want a drink. Cool. Same. I guess to start the night off, uh, let's hit the bar and then look for a booth to kind of scope and see what's going on. Yeah. So, so what's what's the plan here, Soy? Like, what do you what do you want me and Abel to do? Um, basically, just enjoy yourselves and keep a lookout uh, while I search for my sister. And um, as long as nothing goes down, then I guess you're really just here for support. Uh, okay. Abel's gonna start doing her usual and scout the perimeter, look for all entrances and exits, uh, cameras, and tr- start enumerating every single person in the room that's packing, since the guy did not confiscate our weapons. Oh yeah. Alright, so... Uh, that's gonna be your usual... Do you want streetwise... Criminology, uh, deduction, perception. I mean, I think Streetwise at the very end says avoiding bad situations in bad neighborhoods. Probably applies. (laughs) 17. 17. Yeah, as far as security cameras, uh, this place is chock full of them. Um, Every possible angle that someone would need to inspect for... Various reasons. There are there's a, a pretty moderate security presence, not overly heavy, but um, the guys that are here are all packing like uh, some sort of close range melee weapon, um, mostly bladed edges, and then uh, they all have some sort of heavy heavy pistol or something like that. The bar is it's like straight ahead. There's the there's the kind of dance floor in the middle, um, and then you know as Sophie just described uh, the aesthetic of this place because uh, like so the bar is lit up with like blue um, uh, lights, and there's even a couple of like uh, spotlights on it that have like um, flower decorations, so it shines through the glass on the back and creates a cool effect. Um, and each like this place is like two stories with a, the second floor having like a balcony that overlooks the dance floor as well. And all around it are just kind of like private booths. Some open, some have like the paper door closed, uh, to them to allow for better privacy. And on the first floor, uh, Towards one of the corners, um, you spot a somewhat familiar character. Um, there is a what looks to be like man. He's surrounded by like a group of of people who are just kind of like enraptured in whatever story he's telling, and he has a like too short for him. Um, Jesus Christ! Like kimono. That and, motherfucker, and like like silver, silver and gold hands that he's like gesturing with wildly. Uh, the second floor has like more kind of like closed off um, sections, so there's more there's there's more people that are hanging out upstairs. <laughs> Shit! Who yeah, Abel's gonna hands on him. Abel's gonna alert Saul to his buddy. Hey. Isn't that your uh, asshole? Huh. Oh no. Oh, why the fuck is he here tonight? Mm-hmm. Who the mm-hmm. fuck paid for those hands, man? I, mm-hmm. I knew we were gonna give him like good new hands, but who the fuck went out of their way and paid for hands like that? Shit. I'm actually kinda jealous a little bit. I mean not really, because 
what you say, Soy? Oh, so friends, you says he probably just stole them. You know that makes sense. Fuck. Um. Do we just try to avoid him like a bad date or what? I say we use him to our advantage if we need to. Uh, um, I'm sure an interaction with him will make for a wonderful commotion um, if we need to stir up some trouble. Okay. Candor's like, what's wrong with you guys? I mean, he saved my life. I guess that's we true. We cut off his hands. <laughs> I, I guess that's true, Candor. You have a point. But also, well, have you spent more than five fucking minutes with the guy? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. That's under the seconds rule, right? Oh, my brain is melting now. Oh, oh no. I didn't know you had a relationship with him like that, Kander. Oh, what? No, gross. Oh, I just respect so you. So you haven't had longer being. than a five-minute conversation with him. Okay. Oh, thank God. No, I mean, I spent I spent a couple hours there with him when... Uh, you know, we, we did hey, the heist. You know, a lot can happen so. in a couple hours, and I... My thought of you, Candor, doesn't change at all, alright? <sighs> I still respect you. I just you hope Guys. to make better choices in the future. And this is come from me. So, Candor, do you know how he got those, uh, shiny new hands? Uh, no idea. I've been... I don't know. I, I kind of kept in contact with him a little bit. Um, just, you know, wanted to make sure he was okay and everything, but he did not mention anything like that. Oh, okay. I say at the moment, we just kind of like keep our distance. I don't know where he got those hands. I don't know if he's now in debt to somebody that we know or worse, somebody we don't know. So yeah, let's, yes. you know, let's just, and let's just chill. If he hates our guts. Yeah, and it's would like to see us all dead. I mean, even if that were to happen, do you really think Sensei could kill any one of us? Not at all. But it's still <laughs> probably best to keep a low profile. Mm-hmm. Um, just so my Kaze doesn't know that we're here. Oh, I agree. tries to slip away. Okay. Um, tell you what. I think... Um, since I spent the most time with, uh, Sensei, I'm just gonna kinda hang on the other side of the bar, or on the opposite side of, like, where he is. That cool, guys? I mean, yeah, that was your other body, so... That is true. thinks you're dead. Just that, just, these are just uh, comments. <laughs> you don't have I to don't go over there and talk Saul to him if you don't would, want to. Even with that, like, I know he's, he's now considering, like, oh, wait. That's right. I was dead. Saul's still probably like, uh, I just don't want to be near the dude. So while while Abel's doing their thing, looking around for the cameras and everything, I guess Saul will just try to find a booth and just like watch the the dance floor. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's just uh, there's youths dancing. Saul's gonna sip on his chocolate milk. Think long and hard about life choices. But you know what? You can't be sad. You physically cannot be sad to disco music. So I think he will be trying to be sad, but not really working because disco music doesn't allow you to be sad. I agree. It's a little impossible to be sad with disco music. Yeah, it is impossible to be sad with, with disco music. I tested it. I really want to say it's almost like an Eldritch Horror if you give it too much power. I think any move, any music that makes you like move uncontrollably, and Demi, I know for a fact you understand what I'm talking about. Oh like, yes, I do. It's it's an entity of its own creation. Is this a, is this where we get to talk about my twerkalepsy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's D- bad. Well, question: Does Soyfunji have twerkalepsy? Soyfunji does not have twerkalepsy. Thank heavens. So unless she'd be in real trouble. <laughs> That's going to become the new subplot, is just that Soyfungi gets twerkalepsy off of, like, some sort of computer virus. Yeah, I was going to say a twerkalepsy virus, and now every time she hears trap music, <laughs> she, she, she got to clap out. <laughs> <laughs> Freak down. Get low, get low, get low, get low. Initiating get low protocol. I love the joke. 
I do not have the brain power for one more sub. I know. <laughs> just, oh my god, Torkel Steve Virus would be great. Okay, so. Alright, Surfo G suggests that we all, like, make our way to a booth and just kind of keep, keep a lookout. Um, just to, like, set a roost real quick. So, like, what exactly are we keeping a lookout for, though? Like, um... We are looking for the person who has the information that I need for the Hellfire deck. Um, my sister, my cause. She looks very similar to me, um, except she has a long braid that's down to her shins with, like, a blade at the end. And... Sometimes. What if she's... What what if she sees us first? Like, um, sh- should we be ready for, you know, a scuffle, or...? She's... She's very... Uh, how do I describe it? Sneaky. She'll try to get away before she tries a direct encounter if she sees all of us, so we need a way to corner her and make sure she can't get away. I mean, she probably already has, right? And uh, Saul will point up at one of the uh, cameras. Um, she just hangs out here. <laughs> she so. just hangs out here. She doesn't, like, own it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, she wouldn't be aware, uh, that we're coming, so I don't think her guard is particularly up, but that's why I'm suggesting we kind of stay low-key until we spot her and find a way to corner her and then go in. Oh, definitely. Okay. That sounds good. I like it. Cool. Hey, it's your game master over here, Gavin. This is the part where I ask each of you to send us just a little bit of support. You can follow us on Twitter at Roll Warriors and send us a tweet or two. We'd be happy to hear from you. Secondly, we have a Patreon page if you have a little bit of extra money you want to share with us. It's only $5 a month to become an esteemed member like Billy Young, Daniel Sittler, and James Beatty. This membership includes exclusive bonus episodes that you get to suggest. Say, for example, you want to hear us roleplay your friendly neighborhood insect people. We'll do it. Actually, that one sounds hard and possibly litigious, but I'd try it for you, my patrons. Just go to patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors to join the party. In case you haven't heard, we have a website, so you can get all the juicy deets on the cast and the characters. You can check it out at rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com. That's basically it for ads, unless you want to at me, Twizzlers? Nah, that felt wrong. Catch you guys in the next one. First, Surfungi stops by the bar, orders a drink. Does anyone else want a drink? I could use a top-up of my chocolate milk. <sighs> uh, Candor's going to order a vodka cranberry. Abel is currently hiding in a bush. Cool. <laughs> And Sarfungi tells Saul, um, this is not the place to order chocolate milk. So, um, order a drink. You just hear, like, an inhuman whine kind of come out of Saul for a moment. Fine. I'll have a water. The the bartender, like, uh, looks at you, Sarfungi, and goes, is this guy a cop or something? Um, no, he is not drinking right now. You know, it's his first day on the job, and he wants to make a good impression. So let's, let's give him the choices that he does have. You're so, Saul in the background, just saying like "straight edge, bro," and like making dumb hand signs. <laughs> don't take drugs at, at uh, uh, clubs, kids. Yeah, don't mind him. Um, I'll have a warm apple sake, please. Uh, yeah, they, sh- the bartender she bows to you and uh, gets to preparing it. Um, she's wearing like a traditional kimono, so like kind of shuffles off uh, without the the ability to move her legs more than a couple inches at a time. Very elegant. Yes, very elegant. Cool. Okay, so I guess while we're waiting for our drinks, uh, can I like scout and see if there's any good open lounges in a place with a good vantage point that kind of oversees everything? Uh, that'd be the second floor. Yeah, can I can I look or can I scout and see if there's an open one or do like do we have to explore on foot? Um, you I mean you could start to look. 
but as soon as kind of you walk out onto the dance floor, um, a spotlight drops out on you, the music stops, and you hear someone say from uh, off in the distance, Susan! Oh, Susan! I know you're here! And then a uh, woman in a fierce skin-tight black leather dress, uh, undercut black and electric blue hair, and hollow acrylic nails uh, leans down on the um, on the railing of the balcony, a floor above you, uh, surrounded by an entourage of what looks to be like cyber fashion people. And she's got like this smug expression. It's Maikaze. She's got this smug expression on her face. <clears throat> Serfringi turns and stares at Maikaze with a huge, devilish grin and says, Took you long enough. I was wondering how long it'd take for you to slither down. Yes, well, my guard did inform me that you were uh, asking to speak to Maikaze, so I didn't want to keep you waiting too long, but I figured you'd at least have time to grab a drink. Of course. Dear sister. It'll be your last. Oh, we'll see about that. Anyway, um, you guys just hang around and I shall return. So, Soifunji starts walking towards Maikaze. Wait, are you, are you sure that's a good... fashion minions <sighs> and walks right up to her face. She's upstairs, right? Yes. Okay. So you have to take the stairs to get up to her. Cool. Um, you you notice that like kind of all the guards are have have stopped like what they're doing and are all just kind of watching this. Basically, everyone in the bar is too. Cool. All right. So when she's ready to put on a show. <laughs> all right. So I walk up the stairs. You can hear my spiked heels clinking as I get to the top. I reach the top of the staircase, turn, walk towards my kaze, stand directly in front of her lean in as close as I could possibly lean and say so how about this drink uh yeah when you get close like her her entourage um all kind of like make make a move to go for their weapons and Maikaze like raises her her clawed hand up uh and just says no no this is be this will be between myself and my dear sister Susan here I don't know why you still call me that you know how much I hate it my. I, I call you that because I know how much you hate it. Well, I hope it reminds you of how much I hate you. And I got, uh, sorry for she walks past my cause into, she has a booth, right? Was she like chilling in her little lounge area? Yeah. Cool. Well, she's got the VIP lounge. Yeah. Walks past her into the VIP lounge and sits right in her spot. Uh, and you see, like, a a little um, blood vessel just kind of, like, tense out on her forehead. And, and she says, Well, if you remember this place, you probably a lot, remember a lot more, don't you? Yeah. In fact, I remember everything. That's unfortunate. Is it? But, uh, I will... I'll fix this problem for Sahara before they have to worry about it. Hmm. There'll be a lot of problems that you're fixing tonight. I'm sure you know why I'm here. <laughs> I do believe I do. Listen, uh, honestly, if it weren't for the fact that I hate you so much, I'd just give you the information. It's garbage anyway. Maybe it's garbage for... Serfungi stops and smiles and looks back at her and says, Never mind. You wouldn't understand anyway. So, have a seat, dear sister. I'll stand, thanks. Whatever makes you... And her entourage goes, ooh. (laughs) Nice little entourage you have there. You never could handle very much yourself. They're bootlickers, all of them, but to be honest, uh, the self-gratification and gratiation is pleasant sometimes. Whatever gets you by... Anyway, before we begin, I must know, what- Sorvaji's looking with a scowl. What was your part in all of this? Well, if you have your memories back, then shouldn't you- shouldn't you know that? 
Ah. You were my little, you were my little sparring partner, just to help me get uh, to be the best in the business. Yeah, but that and the best needs the best gear, of course. So mommy suggested that I uh, track down the Hellfire deck. It is the best, after all. It's a shame that the only thing that will be returning to Mother is your head. So, I'm going to make this easy for you, my Kaze. Hand over the Hellfire debt, and you won't die. At least for now. (laughs) I'm sorry to say, I don't even have it. Like I said, the information I got is garbage. Doesn't tell you anything that you need to know. Okay, let me have it, and I'll decide on my own. But that's the other thing I said. I hate you, and I won't let you have it, even though it doesn't do anything. Okay, then I'll just take it. Seraphonaji stands up, stares Mikaze in the face. This is your last warning. Things won't end how it did last time. Are you sure you want to do this? She says, if you want it so bad, come and claim it. And like backflips off of the off of the railing down to the dance floor, does like a superhero landing, and then um, yeah, like prepares to uh, to take you on. She immediately runs after her, jumps onto the ledge, and two jumps and flips onto the dance floor. All right, let's roll some initiative. Oh, fuck, we got a fully-fledged hoe fight. Uh, the others, you guys are welcome to roll as well. Um, the The Id- idea I have for this is kind of a solo fight, but, you know, you're, you're still welcome to, like, uh, participate, toss Soifengji bottles and stuff, um, you know, be distracting, whatever. Do we need to worry about the guards at all? Uh, the guards don't appear to be intervening at the moment. They know better. Saul will just like yell, like, Soy, do you need, do you need help? Uh, I think I'll handle this for now. Um, Abel rolled do, a 14 and is currently oh. hiding in a snake plant. Nice. Uh, so I got a 13. Okay, I got an 18. Okay, so the order will be Soifang G, Kander. Uh, Abel, Saul, and my cousin. Oh my god, Ho is slow! Fuck! <laughs> she ain't shit. Oh, you gotta lay that bitch out! When she superhero posed, she just like landed directly on top of her kneecap, and it's just like, trying to help cover <laughs> the fact that she's just feeling it all the way down into her toes. Yeah, too proud to admit it, that like, she's in pain. That's fine. <laughs> I also thought she got an initiative demerit from that terrible bob that she's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going full. You're going full on just dragging this bitch, ain't you? It's on. It's on. Okay. Alright, so she gets to start? Yes. Cool. Alright, she after she lands, she immediately runs towards her and tries to get her neck. Um with uh, a spike heel kick. Alright, you're gonna roll your uh, I would assume martial arts. Yeah. And um, I roll, I will roll evasion and we'll see who's 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 the better. Okay, I got an 18. 18? Okay, so that'd be versus her. Uh, yeah, that's, that's gonna hit by one. This is 17 she rolled. Ooh, bitch. Alright. And that is four, three, so seven. Okay, and that'll that'll ignore half of her armor, so she's got an eleven, which means uh, that it would be five. So she takes two damage. Okay. All right, and after she takes the damage, uh, where did I connect? 
Um, so you're going to hit her like, uh, you're aiming through her neck. Um, I'm thinking like it's going to be right, uh, kind of like just a slice um, at the very edge, kind of like almost to her, this bone up here, clavicle. Clavicle? Okay, cool. So as it connects, Sophie says, and this is barely cutting the surface as it connects. Yeah. Um, all right. So other people can act. Saul's going to run up to the DJ and make sure the DJ plays some sick-ass, like, disco music. Yeah, he's, like, kind of, like, t- just completely, like, lost in the in the fight. And then he goes, oh, yeah, there's no music. And starts, yeah, so he's playing, like, a slamming beat. All right, all right. Is, okay. Um, and then he'll... Saul will kind of, like, slip back over to Abel and be like, I, I, fixed the, I fixed the music problem. Shh, you can't see me. I'm in this fucking bush. Oh, I guess you can see me. I fixed the music problem, God. Abel is currently going through her backpack for any sort of, like, triage material, but she's like, this is not going to end exactly the way we wanted to. It might end well, but it's not going to go the way we wanted to. Yeah. Uh, since you're being like more perceptive, uh, you do notice that um, Oslo is in the corner, and he has noticed Soifangji fighting in the middle, like everyone else, and is kind of just like Stop. wide-eyed. Stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, yeah. what? What's? Oslo, uh, okay. Let's not make let him escape today. He's having he's he's gotcha. eyeballing and It doesn't look like a good thing. Okay. Um. Alright then, uh, Saul will start to make his way over towards um, Oslo, but he'll try to do it in like a casual, like just walking around trying to get a better vantage point per se sort of thing, like to watch the fight that is. So he'll just try to make himself look as if he's trying to find a, a good spot to watch the fight. Okay. Candor uh, is like also kind of moved in the direction of Oslo, but you don't think it's for okay. the same reason. <laughs> Uh, bu- 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 so the guards aren't moving in at all. No, a couple of them have hands on their weapons, but they're not. They're mm. not. They're just watching okay. at the moment. Um, I'm gonna. Is and I'm checking the ceiling. Is there any sort of like thing that if I needed to shoot it out to drop quickly, would I be able to drop something on Sufanji's sister's head? Um, there's a few like a few like movers, um, kind of like on the ceiling. Uh, you'd have to time it well because they're not like directly a- mm-hmm. above the dance floor. They're kind of off to the side. Hmm. Okay. Then I'm just going to hold my action for right now. All right. My Kaze is going to return fight. Um, so she like looks or, or touches a hand to her neck, uh, sees blood, and then like gives out like a like a, a, a attack scream. Um, and charges at you with, with like claws outstretched, uh, to go in for like, kind of like a, like a one, two swipe. Um, so she's going to make her attack. So that's a 20. Oh, she got a full 20. Oh, she mad. (laughs) So you gotta be, you gotta roll better than that with your evasion skill. Okay. Oh shit. No way. Okay, what's 14 plus 9? 23? Yes. Bitch. Ha <laughs> ha! Get mad, bitch. Be angry. Die angry. Yeah, so, I mean, you can describe how it... I think you kind of, like, more catch her hands uh, as she's striking. Um, but, yeah, you can describe how that happens. Okay, so, as she's coming in, Soifonji grabs her arm turns around and flips her over her. Um, as she does that, I guess she sort of like reposts back into a landing and like catches the ground with her claw. Um, okay. Soifonji stares back at her and says, good. Get angry. Like, be furious at the fact that you will die tonight. Alright, uh, that's my Kaze's turn. She's gonna just kind of hiss at you oh <laughs> okay <laughs> yes hiss like the snake you are you're getting skin tonight baby 
It's your turn again. Cool. All right. So um, before I begin, Sorfungi, um calls out to Abel, um, Saul, and Kander. Um, Sorfungi says, watch the subordinates. Make sure they don't interfere. And um, I go in again for another kick to Maikaze. Okay. 18? Uh, that's not gonna do it, my dude. That's a 33. Uh, she rolled a 33? She rolled a 10, Ooh. which is a crit, rolled again, rolled a second 10, added her 10 to dexterity, and a plus 3 for evasion. Ooh. Okay. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I am mad at her. So, so uh, <laughs> so she, like, you come into a kick, probably more like to the chest, uh, and she grabs um, your leg with uh, both of her arms and pulls you, um, like, using your momentum against you, uh, and you kind of, like, uh, hit the back wall. Ugh. And, like, you know, she turns back around in t- and, and backs into the center of the dance floor. It says... You won't get me with that again. At least you haven't lost your touch, dear sister. Sarfungi stands up, uh, positions herself, and uh, stands ready and ends my turn. Okay. Uh, Kandor has, looks like uh, she, has, she has made it to Oslo, and he's like noticeably like surprised to see her, but like the the shock and awe kind of like disappear into like a a warm face and they start to talk and that's candor it is abel's turn abel's going to start moving towards a window or an exit um and at the same time is just uh keeping an eye on the situation but she wants to be situated as close to an exit as possible yep the exit is uh there's like a kitchen to the back and then there's the front door and those seem there's no windows seems to be the only Ooh. way in and out in or actually out. they're in the center of the whole thing right now right and everybody's sort of watching them yep. mm-hmm. i'm gonna try to work my way towards the like lounge that she originally came out of okay and start like scoping out the outside looking to see if there's anybody in there or if anybody's like guarding it, give me a stealth roll. It'll be a it'll be easy to do. Um, you're gonna get a well. You're not gonna get any negative modifiers for sure. Okay, I got an eleven. An eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you want to use any luck? Uh, yeah, I'll use some luck. I'll use, uh, so what, every time I lose my luck, use my luck, it goes down, right? Yes, and you can, so if for each point of your luck pool that you, you expend, you get a plus one to the roll. Mm. Yeah, I'll go and expend four and bring it up to 15. Okay, yeah, um, you see that uh, currently, like, all everyone in her entourage is kind of, like, watching from the balcony. Uh, there is nobody <laughs> in the VIP um, seating area that she was she was enjoying with her friends, um, and there's actually like a little. It looks like a USB stick or like a a data file just kind of sitting on the table. I'm gonna scoop it up. Okay, you scoop it up, and then um, are there any like empty glasses or plates or bottles or anything like that sitting around? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some mostly finished things. I, I won't say there's anything empty, but there's some mostly finished things. Yeah, I'm going to collect that stuff, too, and just start headed back to back down to the bar. <laughs> Very good. When in doubt, be a bar, uh, be a server, yep. because that's Abel's go-to. That's my go-to. So I'm just going to tidy up a little bit. But yeah, I'll stick the data file. Um, It's pretty, it seems pretty hardy, right? Like, or pretty, like... I'm gonna stick it in my boot. Okay, you stick it in your boot. Uh, as you go back to stand up, you see, like, one of the people in the entourage um, is just, like, kind of, like, aiming an empty uh, drink your direction. He's just like, here you go, honey. Y- refill? 
Oh no, I'm done. I'm done for the night. Oh, probably good. Probably just, good. You just take that. Probably good dis- decision. Yeah, yeah. I'm not thinking. Uh, not thinking it's gonna be much longer night after after this this show. Uh. Yeah, you could just like hear the sounds of like two angry women attacking. Don't pull my wig, bitch. <laughs> Glass breaking. Tables just like getting busted. <laughs> yep. Like, the ah! worst slash best family reunion ever. Yep. The whole cr- the whole crowd going like, ooh, and and oh god. <laughs> um. All right. So that's Abel. That's Abel's turn. Uh. Very productive turn. All right, Saul. Uh. Saul will keep on like kind of slinking around. Um. Until he's within earshot of Kander and uh, Sensei of Oslo. Um, and then I guess to stay in disguise, I'm assuming he's closer to the door now. Is that correct? Uh, no, he hasn't moved okay. from his little, um, his little to lounge. stay in disguise. I guess Saul will try to talk to like anybody around him and be like, Hey, you want to place, uh, bets on who who wins yeah there's a guy with like um like black hair and a yellow beard uh standing there like kind of gruff looking guy and he's like he's like hell yeah I'll get on some of that action hey this guy's doing bets over here <laughs> and <laughs> yeah um so we'll start running a, a fucking betting ring um i assume putting everything well on at screen. the moment Saul's just house he's just he's just trying to you know he's facilitating uh, but Right. As soon as right. things start going, I mean, taking ten percent off the top. If he's the bookie, that's just going to happen one way or another. But yeah. <laughs> oh man, when did Vladislav come into this game? Yeah, I was about to say. I was about to say. I think a a, sep- a different character, uh, like entered Saul's body for a second oh, from a different oh, d- dimension. It happens. But the whole time he's he's trying to like listen in on what Kander and um, Oslo are talking about. Yeah, so Candor's Candor's basically like like you know wrapping up on it's so great to see you. It's been it's been a minute. Like how have you been? Um and is kind of more uh like explaining what's going on now to him cuz he's just like he's like, "Yeah, I'm you know, so so weird to like bump into you guys here." Uh you know, I I haven't really been around since um you know, since he died and it's just, it's been real hard, hard on me, but like I've gotten, I've gotten my stuff together. Uh, I'm working for like this, the, you know, this, this new group now, it's really, really lucrative, lucrative business. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, great, to, great to see you. How's, how's it going? And Candor's just like being, you know being friendly being casual she's just like oh yeah you know so i find she's over there um battling her sister to the death uh i just kind of came as a as a tag along score some free drinks you know the 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 usual (laughs) and he like chuckles it's all thanks to himself wow kander really is an associate all right um you guys uh so i find g and and my cause you've you've been like fighting for a minute now, nothing like developmental has happened in that time. Um, no one's taken any damage, uh, but uh, she's gonna come at you with like an overhand strike, uh, kind of like down on your face with a claw. Uh, Twenty-one. Ugh. All right, I rolled a six. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Okay. So she's going to hit you for damage. This bitch keep hitting me. <laughs> Alright, and... Uh, my armor's 15, does that matter? Uh, yeah, so take half of that, which would be... Um, 750? Does it, does it round up or down? It, it would round down. Okay, so 7. 7, okay. Uh, so you are going to take... Uh, five damage as she claws your face. Ah, you fucking bitch! Okay, can I push her away? 
Uh, I mean, like on your turn, uh, which is coming up in a second. But she's she's just gonna be like, "Yeah, not the prettiest now, are you?" Okay, still prettier than you, bitch. It's your turn now. Cool. All right. Sarfenji pushes her away and says, "That claw's the last claw you're ever gonna claw me with. It's on." And then I pull out my microwaver. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> fucking shoot at this bitch. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to kill her. It's on. Like, I feel like we've been cat fighting enough. It's time for the fight to get real. Roll for damage. Cool. All right, rolling. Um, I rolled a nine. Handgun. 15, 24. Yeah, from this distance, you're you're definitely going to hit her roll damage. Cool. Six. Um, okay. And we said the microwaver does uh, definitely avoid armor. Yeah. So as soon as she takes that takes that uh, like hit to the torso, um, she's like gonna kind of like stop, look shocked at you, and then turn to like all of the guards and be like, "Well, don't just stand there. Fucking light her up!" Uh, and they all pull guns. You just imagine Saul screaming really quickly, like, "All right, done, done betting. I'm I'm, I'm a cop." Pulls a gun out and just starts fucking shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Bedding's closed. Go home. Uzi out. Just everywhere. (laughs) 